Hey guys, my name's Chris Rivers, and I'm excited to be spending time with you via video today. I work at Grace Church in Greenville, South Carolina. I have two boys, Riley is 16 and Finn is 14, and they've been Deerfooters up at 80K since they were nine years old. I'm so grateful for the ministry of Deerfoot, for the chiefs, uh, and the many servant leaders that have invested in the mission of Deerfoot to build godly men. Chief Ron, he asked me to take a moment and share a short devotion on what it means to be a godly man. And so today, what I want to do is I want to talk to you about becoming a spiritually powerful person. With that, let me ask you a question, maybe a couple. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Would you want to be like Superman and have his strength? Would you want to be like Spider-Man and have his spidey senses? Or would you want to be like Thanos and have the ability to wield the power of the Infinity Stones? You know, there's so many superheroes to choose from. Which power would you choose? Whatever you decide, one thing I have noticed in this world is that people are fascinated with being powerful, yet they lack the true meaning of what it means to be spiritually powerful. In 2 Timothy, we see a glimpse into what a spiritually powerful person is. If you want to go ahead and open up your Bible, turn to 2 Timothy 3, 15-17. That's where we're going to spend some time. This is a letter that Paul wrote to Timothy. And in this section of Scripture, Paul gives Timothy three ideas to help him see what it means to be a spiritually powerful person. In verse 15, Paul tells Timothy this. He says, You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood. And they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Jesus Christ. What Paul was reminding Timothy is that a spiritually powerful person is someone who is called. They have recognized their need for Christ and have surrendered their life to him. They possess a faith in Jesus that is evident and that is real. Another way to think about this is that a spiritually powerful person lives with Christ. When people have conversations with you, Would they know for certain that you live with Christ? That's the first step in becoming spiritually powerful. Let's see something else that Paul said. In verse 16, Paul goes on to say that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. What Paul was telling Timothy is that spiritually powerful people aren't just called, but they're also equipped. They're directed and defined by Scripture. They commit to studying and learning what the Bible teaches, and they seek to conform their lives to biblical truth. A spiritually powerful person lives with Christ. We see that in verse 15. They're called. But what Paul is saying here in verse 16 is that spiritually powerful people are also equipped. They use God's word to live like Christ. So here is another question for you. Are you engaged in spiritual growth and transformation? Do you have a hunger to know God using the Bible as a filter for your decision making? So we see here that spiritually powerful people, they are called and equipped, okay? They live with Christ and they live like Christ. Let's look at one more idea that helps us see what it looks like to become spiritually powerful. Look at verse 17 with me. It says, God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. 
And, and what Paul is saying here is that spiritually powerful people are people that are not just called and equipped, but they're also sent. They are on mission to go and do the work that God has given them to do. They see the world through the lens of Jesus, and they take seriously their responsibility to do what he has asked them. So have, you, have your parents ever asked you to do something? That's kind of like God giving you a mission to do something. See, the world needs spiritually powerful people more than ever. And it's time for us to stand up, to live with Christ, possessing faith in him, to live like Christ, engaging in the process of spiritual growth and transformation, and then to live for Christ, serving the Lord, using the gifts that God has given them. So here's the deal. Are you spiritually powerful or are you spiritually dull? So I want to challenge you to move towards becoming spiritually powerful because the danger in saying that you are a Christian and not living like one is that you appear to others as spiritually dull. So as a next step, I want to encourage you to evaluate yourself using the spiritually powerful dull continuum tool. So where do you think you stand? Do you lean more on the side of being spiritually powerful, called, equipped, and sent? Or do you land closer to the spiritually dull side? You know, no matter where we land on the continuum, we all have work to do that will help us move towards becoming spiritually powerful people. So here's the deal. Consider sharing this devotion with another deer footer. Maybe memorize 2 Timothy 3, 15-17 together and discuss the three ideas that we've talked about today. And, and pray for each other, love one another, and work together with one mind and one purpose. All right, well, that's all I have for today, guys. I hope that encourages you and helps you as you encounter the world that God has placed before you. Let's go be godly men.